Social media and the Internet have played a big role in the uprisings of the Arab Spring. Now one outspoken Twitter activist is trying to shake things up in Saudi Arabia. This activist goes by the Twitter handle Mujtahed, and he's out to expose corruption there. Saudi authorities aren't too pleased, but more than 200,000 Twitter followers are intrigued. Nobody knows who's writing the tweets, or even if it's a man or a woman. But that's not the point, says Madawi al-Rashid. She's a professor of anthropology and religion at King's College London. Anonymity obviously allows Mujtahid to explore areas that are never discussed in the Saudi public sphere, such as in the local press. And it seems to me that he has an insider's knowledge or some kind of leaks that allow him to discuss cases of corruption of the ruling family, which is a taboo in Saudi Arabia. Mujtahid has become the gutter press of Saudi Arabia, I the gutter, think. The gutter press of Saudi Arabia, 140 characters with each message. But how do you yourself even evaluate whether or not he's telling the truth? Maybe he's a really good storyteller. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes the corruption cases are realistic. And I must say that they are convincing. People know about them in Saudi Arabia. For example, you know, groups of people who uh, object to the fact that a part of their village is confiscated for a compound to be built for this prince or that prince. So they can actually see these kind of corrupt practices. And Mujtahid provides the context and the background. And therefore, it is likely that he or she has an insider knowledge. Obviously, we cannot say that they are accurate 100 percent, but it is a phenomenon. Now, is there censorship of, for instance, in terms of social media of tweets? Why is this person, man or woman, allowed to do what he or she does in terms of, of blowing the whistle on the government? So far, uh, Twitter has escaped censorship, but I think a lot of Saudis were extremely worried when last month it became general knowledge that uh, Prince Al-Walid bin Talal, who is a very wealthy businessman, bought a $300 million uh, worth of shares in Twitter. And it is very interesting uh, how Saudi participants in Twitter perceived that move. They were very, very worried about censorship. And they called on Twitter to boycott Twitter for 24 hours uh, just to make a symbolic statement that they really do object to the Saudi prince owning shares in Twitter and also the announcement by Twitter that they may be sensitive to local context in the sense that they would allow the government sensitivities in some parts of the world to block certain domains or certain names. So is the government responding in kind? Is it engaging in retaliatory tweeting? Well, of course. Uh, one thing about uh, this kind of new media is that it is a double-edged sword. Uh, Saudis themselves are very active. I myself have an account on Twitter, and I do tweet. But at the same time, all of us realize that the Saudi government is one of the wealthiest uh, states in the region, and it can buy Western expertise to help it censor certain sites. And they have their own agents on Twitter who would propagate ideas and propaganda, basically. Overall, what would you say the impact Mujtahid is having? A person like Mujtahid is just simply one voice among many others. Mujtahid is more sensational, obviously, because he names the princes and he names their intrigues and talks about their corruption. There will be other Mujtahids, there is no doubt. Dr. Madawi al-Rashid, whose Twitter handle is at Madawi Doctor, M-A-D-A-W-I Doctor, thanks very much. Thank you.